is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hello, friends. I'm Sean Zamanoff. This is your Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers. I am one of the founders and coaches, and we have Kenneth Travis, another amazing founder and coach with us on today's podcast. We have a great conversation for you, KT. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing fine. You're too kind. You know, I'm going to memorialize this moment because that's the only (laughs) time you've ever told me that before. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Hey, so one of the things like, you know, it's starting to get busier for, for a lot of people. And if you know us in next level, you know, we talk about the ATMs and our actions that matter. And so I have things that, that I do every single week that, uh, that I commit to. And if I don't get them done, I'm going to have to come in on Saturday or work late another day in order to get those done. Then I also have like, you know, there's certain things that I like to do every day. Like I like to call four realtors every day and have a meaningful conversation. And if I can't leave a voicemail that makes them want to answer the phone next time when I call. And so uh, KT and I just want to talk a little bit about how we structure our day, we, how we focus on the most important things and how sometimes like those mini ATMs of calling those four realtors, when you have other things like I do today, you have to give yourself grace on. And so, so we just wanted to talk to you about that to make sure your days are set up for success that you're doing income producing activities. KT, you were talking, I was talking about checking the boxes. You had a really good quote. You remember what you said earlier? Yeah, I was saying that I think a lot of loan officers in the marketplace check the box to check the box, but it's not impactful. It has to be impactful. So to your point earlier, it was like you said, hey, man, if, if you if you didn't get the things done that you need to get done, but you got four new applications, well, that's a win, right? And, uh, you know, I was uh, I heard a, I was on a sales call this morning. Uh, with one of my investors. And one of the things I heard them say is, you know, prioritize your day at the beginning and then write everything down that you're going to get done and start marking it out. Right. And because of time vampires and distractions or interruptions or new business, right. It keeps you from um, sometimes business coming in can keep you from, from, um, you know, from getting done uh, what you had planned for the day, and that's okay. Whatever's left over, and this is the point of the, of what he was saying, is whatever was left over, just put it on your agenda for the following day. I was just, if you guys were watching us on YouTube, that was my remarkable that I was just holding up because you would see that it said uh, the today on it and all of the, all the items that we were, that I'm knocking out that I have on my list. Uh, to do today. And, and, I, and I love that. Like you're asking yourself if you're impactful. One of the things that I've talked about in managing people and coaching people and in my own sales production for years, like, is this a money-making activity? Sean, how many money-making activities are you doing today? KT, how many money-making activities are you doing today? What's on your list? It's just busy work. You know, otherwise you get through that day and like you've done all this stuff, but you've done nothing. And if it's not moving the needle, it's nothing. And so one of the things that, that I was talking about, like, so I got this thing where, you know, I call four realtors a day, every day, you know what, except the days that I don't. So today's going to be one of the days that, that I don't, 
I've got five new applications that I've got to follow up with. About a dozen leads of people in various stages that, that I need to follow up with today. Some of those are leads that have come in on Google. Some of those are, um, are applications that have just come straight from Google. Some are from realtors. And so some of those are going to turn into realtor conversations because some of my, those leads that I, that I have that don't have realtors. So I'm going to make some introductions, but like, you know, one of the things that I know, like all of a sudden a couple of days ago, I was leaving and I was about, I was like beating myself up. I'm like, man, I've had two days where I didn't make four realtor calls, but I'd had like three contracts, but like a bunch of apps and some of those, like, and when I looked at it, man, I actually had had four realtor calls over those two days from handing off leads or, or something in the process of, and, and so I'm setting myself up for success. So another thing that I like to do is you're talking about, uh, writing out all the things that you do. Uh, I often print out my outlook calendar when it's when I, when I got a really busy day, uh, so I can check those boxes and keep everything in line, uh, KT and I also meet with our team almost on a daily basis. And so that allows uh, for a quick check-in on files, any, any hot spots that I can usually delegate to somebody else to take care of. But then also, man, a lot of us listening right now, uh, you, you got ADHD. Uh, a lot of high-performing salespeople, I mean, it's, it's hard to keep everything in line. And between uh, CRM and my team, especially reminding me things is really how I keep everything in line. So I, all of a sudden I'm not too busy chasing X over here and letting a million dollars in deals fall through the cracks. Yeah, I would, um, you know, it's different for every loan officer that's out there, Sean. And I, yeah. I think it really depends on where you're at in your business. Um, I think we often get asked, well, what do I need to be focused on the most? And, you know, I, I like to rewind back to the early days, right? When I was somewhat new uh, in the business, still green, still learning, still, you know, um, you know, trying, trying to get to that level of success to only to get there, to only realize that there was so much more, right? Um, chopping wood, carrying water, entrusting the process, and some of the things that I remember early is, um, you know, when I was just started building a team and really scaling was I would come in and I was everyone's Google. I was everyone's resource. Uh, everyone came to me for everything. Everyone, everyone called me. Right. And I was really not very good at delegating out things and or empowering people to do their jobs. I was more like a savior to them, right? Like I wanted to save them. I thought leadership was, uh, you know, almost doing the job for them, right? And I allowed this to happen and, and carry on for a long time. And what was happening was when 4, 30, 5 o'clock would roll around, um, everyone would leave. And then that's when I took care of my stuff and the things I needed to get done for that day. And then that would carry over into working, you know, eight, nine, sometimes 10 o'clock at night. And when you do that over a long period of time, especially if you got kids, man, that's just doesn't work well. Right. And it, I came to a point to where I had to eliminate the time vampires in my life and I had to start <clears throat> delegating 
uh, and empowering people and not being the Google for them, right? Making them be resourceful or telling them, hey, I trust you to, um, you know, to, to be resourceful and to find the answer and to, uh, you know, not bother me. I even went as far as putting a plaque, like a placard on my door. And it's a millionaire activities, you know, in progress, you know, pretty much do not open. My, unless the building's on fire, do not open my door. And brother, I'll tell you, man, I had, I did. I had employees test me. I would take my shoe off if they opened that door and I'd throw it at them, right? <laughs> I did that many times. Um, and it got to a point to where my door, if my door was ever shut and that placard was on there, they knew not to open it unless the building was on fire. And so that allowed me uh, the space. It created the time for me to be able to focus on the things that were important to me. And it forced them to really stay focused and be resourceful on the, you know, and, and do their jobs, right? This is what I was paying them to do. And so, you know, depending on where you're at, and, and now that's not the case for me, right? Now I've, I'm, I'm, I'm 25 times more busy today than I am, you know, that I was, you know, 15, um, 18 years ago, right? Like substantially more busy. Like you think, like you think you're busy until you've gained more, um, you know, a better understanding of what busy really looks like. It's kind of like some of my real, my real estate agents. I've heard them say, Oh my God, I'm so busy. My hair's on fire. Sky's falling. Oh my gosh. I'm like, well, how many, how many sides are you working on right now? You know? And they're like two or three, I'm like, shit, man, you don't know what busy is, you know? So it's all perspective. And like, when I look at my business today, still in the trenches in a down market, that's really trending upward. Now we start seeing uh, um, uh, an uptick in, uh, in our business. Um, you know, time management is a huge part of what we do. And it's something, it's the one commodity that we all have equal amount of, right. And how we use that's really going to differentiate us, uh, from our, you know, from our competition, but it's also going to differentiate us from what we get done. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking at a whiteboard, right? And this whiteboard, you know, because I'm not only, I not only have a mortgage business full-time, right? With a team, I think there's 15, I have between staff and LOs, we're at like 15 people, right? Uh, and there's a lot of moving parts to that. I'm still producing, uh, you know, manager, right? I have next level, right? Sean, we have next level. We, we, that's very, it's, you know, we, that those activities have to be scheduled. My green light mortgage activities, they have to be scheduled, right? And they have to be very detailed in order for me to get it all done. Guess what, Sean? I have other businesses, right? You know, this, you know, a lot of us do. Well, guess what? That stuff has to be scheduled as well. And, you know, I've found a lot of empowerment in being able to delegate to the right people to get more done, right? Like when I go to Starbucks, I'm not, you know, I'm not taking it. You know, the owner's not taking my order and employees taking my order. And, you know, I can still go in and Starbucks and order from the counter and still have a great experience, right? It's all about setting up systems and processes, but it has to start somewhere. And that's being disciplined inside of your schedule, and taking your shoe off and throwing it at somebody if you have to, right? Putting a placard on your door, you know, and uh, and and being able to write down because it, it, you just don't go switch a. It's not like a light switch; you just go turn it on. 
it's a process and you'll get better and better at it as you practice it and go. I remember I used to just get a yellow pad of paper and I used to write down all the distractions or interruptions I had for that day. And then I'd go back and look at it and say, how do I eliminate this from happening again? And then I would delegate that to somebody and I'd go to my office manager, whoever, and say, hey, from moving on, moving forward from here on out, if something like this ever happens, it's, it's your responsibility. You know, do you understand? Yes. Are we on the same page? Yes. You have any challenges getting this done? No. Great. Let's move. Right. So I think it's important for, for you to really look at, you know, look at it from those that, that perspective and in those details. And I'll say this too, Sean. I think that I'm just being honest, right? And I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, but like a, a coach is going to tell you what you don't want to hear sometimes. But the reality is this. You are lazy. Right. Everyone wants to be successful, but no, and everyone wants to be great, but they're not willing to do what's required to become great. Right. Or to have that level of greatness. Uh, I've said it like this before. Everybody, you know, everybody wants to go to heaven. Ain't nobody want to die. Right. <laughs> like, or, or, or don't pay the price to, to get there. Yeah. And yeah. so there's nothing sexy about the day to day sometimes. Um, I know a lot of times. It irritates me sometimes because people look at me and you and, you know, other people that we know in the movie, they're like, oh, my God, they're so successful. They make it look so easy. If you only knew it's the it's it's the times that no one sees. It's the late night reading. It's the weekend reading. It's the investment of sharpening the axe and all the little details that you do that are not sexy. Right. Reminds me of a story of a boy that. uh his friends used to make fun of him, Sean, and he would go and he would sell these little matchsticks door to door. He'd go and sell them. And when he would run out of supplies, he'd have to get on his bicycle and he'd have to drive or ride three hours to the closest town to pick up these matchsticks, a supply of matchsticks and start selling them again. And, um, you know, and his friends made fun of him. He never had time to play. He wanted to make money, right? And there's nothing sexy about what he did in that as a child. Today, he's the original founder of IKEA, right? Furniture. It's a billion dollar industry, billion dollar company to be more specific, right? It's probably yeah. the largest furniture store in the world. And so that's just a good analogy of like, you know, trusting the process and doing, you know, and, and, and doing the things at the very beginning that are unsexy, that are unnoticed, that nobody sees, right? So that, you know, down the road, you have a huge, you know, you know, a big level of success, right? But it's just going through the process. And I think a lot of people, they just want to have good time management skills overnight and it's not going to happen. You, I'm still getting better. I know you're still getting better. and It just takes time. And, uh, and, and, and sometimes even I've got to be reminded, I'm like, shit, man, like I didn't delegate that well. Um, I've been kind of off the last couple of months. Let me get back on track. We just course correct and, and get better. Well, y'all, if you're, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And if you're doing exactly what you did yesterday, the the market's moving, something's changing, and it's might be good enough today. Tomorrow, it's mediocre, and in three days from now, you know it's it's outdated. So you've got to keep moving the My needle. You know, KT, your your analogies were were really great when. Uh, when I left my old company to start my, my new company, 
there were several people who like, and you know, I want to be a manager. I want to do this. I gave them management opportunities as, as I left, gave them exactly what they wanted on the way out. And then, uh, they decided not to take them or quit to be somebody else's assistant because like they, they wanted it until they had the opportunity. I was just talking to a really good friend. Um, and his, uh, he, he has a partner, in another industry and, uh, they, uh, he has done the reviews in their company because, uh, he's a person ball guy and the other two owners aren't. And, uh, so the other owner, uh, had called him out on it. And so he was telling me about it. And I was like, Hey man, like you have her do all the reviews this year, because if that's what she wants, give it to her. And then if it works great. And if it doesn't, then she'll never ask for that again. It's always funny how people want it till they don't. So guys, just to recap a little bit, you know, we do something in next level. It's called base camp. And that is going on Saturday, Sunday, at some point, reflecting on the week before, what didn't I accomplish to move it forward? Giving yourself a little bit of pat on the back for, for what you did accomplish, making sure your ATMs are scheduled, your actions that matter are scheduled in your calendar. Then <clears throat> that way, when you get into work Monday, you're in work Monday, running, knowing exactly what you need to do. But then still on a day-by-day, day-by-day basis, breaking down those things that, that you have to do. Are they money-making activities? Did I have so much other business come in or so many other things I needed to follow up that are money-making this other channel that it's okay to give myself a little bit of grace if you have something like me, two, uh, two handwritten notes every day, four realtor phone calls every day. Does it happen more days than not? Yes. Does it happen every day? No. And as long as those are uh, uh inserted with other money-making activities. They're replaced with those things. It's okay. I don't need to, I don't need to play catch up and do it the next day. I've got to do it more days than not, or I don't have business in the future, but it's not like the, the thing that gets people behind the eight ball is like, if I had to do four and then you didn't do four and then you didn't do four the next day. And then all of a sudden you got to do 12. You'll never accomplish anything. So give yourself the grace, have a plan. KT, any closing words for us? No, I love that. Um, you know, anything worth doing is going to be hard and it's going to take some time and it's not always going to be sexy, right? But if you'll trust the process and you stay in the grind and you just chip away and just do one thing at a time, like that's all you can do. You can only do one thing at a time to become great. And uh, and stay focused and and just do the work, right? It's not it's not real hard. I mean, I was sitting here this morning thinking and talking to my marketing um, partner and saying, "Listen, there's a lot of things that we've got to get organized that haven't been organized lately." And we started really mapping out what that looks like and how we were going to divide and conquer and, and make that a reality. Um, because I can't do it all by myself, right? So I need, you know, I need to be able to delegate some of that stuff. I have a VA that's been in the Philippines. He's worked for me for eight years or longer. There are some things I have to probably give him to start doing because things change as business changes. And so you have to, you know, I feel like uh, you never stop changing, right? You always are, are moving forward. Uh, you're either changing and progressing or you're dying. And you just have to choose, you know, which one you're going to, you know, which camp you're going to live in. So, but that's all I got. So. All right, y'all. We know these podcasts provide a lot. And if they provide everything that you need 
to be the best loan officer, then that's great. Uh, that's what we're here for. If you want more, go to becomenl.com. You can get some more information, check out the community. If you want to go all in and go pro, $197 a month gets you access to our live calls, gets you access to be able to book coaching, gets you access to so much more inside of our community. We are here to serve you. He's Kenan Travis. I'm Sean Zalmanoff. Peace out, y'all. See you.